You're listening to The Invisible Blog. A Light in the Darkness. A Second Glance at God's Not Dead 3. It's unlikely that David A.R. White knows who I am. If he does, I imagine I blend into the hundreds of other mean tweets, YouTube takedowns, blogs, and comments that have been a part of his life since his 1992 entrance into Christian cinema. The joke I make to friends and listeners is that if I ever ran into him on the street, there'd be this awkward moment of, David, I've, I've seen all your movies. And he'd be like, oh, it's always nice to meet a fan. And I'd be like, no, 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 not a fan. We, we're going to have a fight now. But fan or not, besides David himself, it's very likely that my partners and I have seen more of his movies than probably anybody else in the world. Most of them multiple times. I've spent hundreds of hours insulting everything from David A.R. White's physical appearance to his fight choreography to his frosted tips. And I've done so for good reasons. His movies are, at best, propaganda. And at worst, they're homophobic, transphobic, racist monstrosities pushing Bronze Age morality under the guise of entertainment. I I roast David A.R. White's movies because they deserve it. Like everything else we do on our shows, we point and laugh because it takes away the power of terrible things, and I have done so without a second thought. Until this year. I've been waiting for God's Not Dead, A Light in the Darkness, the third in the God's Not Dead movie series so far, since they teased it at the end of God's Not Dead 2. It looked like the third in a series of insane persecution fantasies, and I was excited to make fun of it. The plot looked like it was going to be about a preacher arrested for not turning over his sermons to the secular government, but it wasn't. Unlike the first and second movie's insanely cartoonish atheist characters and horrifying moral message, A Light in the Darkness taught a lesson that was, well good. And so, the night after I saw the movie, after I'd written my jokes about the clumsy writing, the bad acting, and the oddly twisting plot, because that's my job, and they were all there, I lay in bed, thinking about a light in the darkness, and this blog is the result. I think 2016 changed the way a lot of us view the world. I don't know about you, but the way I feel about democracy, the internet, and even my fellow Americans is very different now than it was before the election. That hardening of the heart in the wake of feeling like a sucker that I've written about in other places on this blog feels more and more like a cocoon that's isolated me from former friends, members of my atheist community, and my country. Like many of us, Trump's America, above all, has made me feel lonely and foolish, like I should have seen the monsters around me all along, but was too stupid to do so. The difference for me is that, for the most part, my community, friends, and listeners have been on what I consider to be the right side of this part of history— You know, as I've watched unknown horrors rise from the parts of the country I thought we were done with, I've been comforted to know that 
I'm not alone in my horror and my sadness. My heart is in the right place, I think, and so are the hearts of the people around me. So are the hearts of the people who pay my bills. But David A.R. White doesn't have that comfort. Look, I'll admit, I have a hard time imagining what it's like to be a Trump supporter, let alone a conservative, but I have no idea what it's like to be one of their leaders. Don't get me wrong, I'm not letting him off the hook. David A.R. White has some terrible ideas too, but I don't think he planned for this. I don't think he planned to see the symbol of his faith carried by Nazis down the streets of Charlottesville, or to watch his spiritual leaders and colleagues support and defend a president who cheated on his mistress with a porn star. And I think maybe, just maybe, a light in the darkness's surprisingly humble and positive message might be the result. You see, unlike the other two God's Not Dead movies, the character who needs to change in A Light in the Darkness is the Christian. The atheist characters are helpers, moral, and don't end the movie by turning their lives over to Jesus, getting hit by a car in the rain, or both. Rather, the non-believers in A Light in the Darkness have abandoned their faith because of real and honest questions they had, and the way they were treated when they asked them. As a character says in the final act of the movie, do you want to know why my generation is leaving the church? A lot of people know what the church is against, but nobody seems to know what it's for. And yet another character, Josh, the original student in the original cartoonish God's Not Dead, describes Jesus as the ultimate social justice warrior without a trace of irony. Further still, one of the preachers in the movie talks extensively about people loving Jesus for his kindness and not for his ability to fight. Now, look, I've read the book, and I know that those last two characters are wrong, right? The Christ of the Bible is radical, violent by any measure, and firmly believes that the world is going to end any day now. But that doesn't change the fact that the Christ David A.R. White chose to sell in the biggest movie of his largest franchise is one that stands against everything American Christians represent today. I watched A Light in the Darkness and recorded my episode about it. And when my jokes were done, I wrote this for you. Because the truth is, not A Light in the Darkness itself, but what the movie represented gave me hope. Hope that David A.R. White, someone whose bad thinking is so central and iconic that I can and have made a career making fun of him, can change. And if David can change, there might just be hope for us all. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. I know it's been a little while, but it's been a crazy couple of months, so thank you for your patience. Uh, If you enjoyed this and you want to support not just me, but the entire Puzzle and a Thunderstorm crew, remember this blog is split evenly, just like all our shows are, so you can pledge at patreon.com forward slash Eli Bosnick. You'll get cool stuff, as well as patron-only bonus content uh, on most of the blogs, including this one. So if you're already a patron, stay tuned for a patron-only afterthoughts sound. Sound.